0: Welcome to My Skeptical Sister. I'm Megan, the skeptical one. I'm Erin, the believer, and we're back again. Here we are, and I'm so glad to see you survived um, your poltergeist last night. (laughs) (laughs) So we're sitting around, um, I mean, James and I are like watching a movie. We did great parenting and let Miles um, try to lull himself to sleep with kids YouTube in my bed, right? Because it's summertime, that's what you do. (laughs) <laughs> and then Blake's downstairs playing video games, and all of a sudden it was like voom, blackness. All the electricity went out. Yep. And then all of a sudden it tried to start back. Yeah. Same at my house. Okay. So, yeah. So, same scenario, both houses. And uh, of course, both kids start freaking out. Yeah. And I'm mine's like, immediately calling it by baby. screaming. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah. I talked over you. I'm mean, going to hate that, but that's okay. We're, we're going to keep it. <laughs> so, I'm like, don't wake up the baby. Yeah. So, but they're both like panicked. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so you're, so same thing, because we haven't talked this, like, we cannot talk about this until tonight. So you tell me what was <laughs> happening at this point in your house. Um, I was also doing great parenting, telling the girls to go sleep on the couch so that <laughs> I didn't have to put them to bed. I so love go, it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fun, mom. Y'all can watch a movie while you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But really, I just, I mean, I don't have to read a Deal book or sing a song. Me. Yes. Just yeah. go to bed. So I was working on my puzzle, which is, it's very dark back there okay. when all the lights go out. Oh, I bet. So I was like, oh my goodness oh my goodness and then i hear mom i'm like okay okay i'm coming it's okay so i know we did have like a delayed reaction like i feel like james and i both kind of sat there for a minute like this is nice it's like desensitized all of a sudden and then both kids start screaming or like oh oh yes there are other people that are this is affecting in our household so okay but you know. Simple power outage. Like, we go and get candles. We did. I mean, I looked outside. The entire neighborhood was right. dark. Well, everybody came out on their porches. So right. everybody started talking, like, is your power out? Including oh, your family. Yep. And at that point, your power was totally out. Our power was totally out. Everything was normal in a blackout. Yeah. And we go back inside. And I'm like, uh The weird part is, the only thing to do now is to make everybody go to sleep, but they're so amped up. Like they were so close, <laughs> they were so close to lulling themselves to sleep, and now they're like adrenaline's rushing, and they're laughing about like the way they reacted. And oh, so like, oh my glory. kids were still freaking out the whole time. They oh, were funny. still terrified. They're like. <laughs> will you put a candle in our room? Will you sleep with us until the morning? Like, oh, none no. of that. I no, won't do like, any it's of that. It's always dark when you sleep. What is the big deal? Yeah. Well, they usually fall asleep with the hallway light on Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've got a little light in their room. So I let the candle stay in their room, but a full mm. intending in to blow it out. Don't worry. It did get blown out. Luckily so my question for you though, is were you then in your room with the door shut? When the power went out? Well, power is still oh, out. No. I was, the- no, I was still laying down with Penelope when it came back. Okay. So you're in your kids' room. Yes. Tucked away in that corner because at my house, power goes, voop, 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 everything goes back on. I'm like, oh well, that was great. You yeah, know, it wasn't it didn't long take at all. that long. Nice. That's awesome. And then Miles was concerned about Penelope and he's like, oh. he's like, um, you think Penelope's still scared? And so he goes and looks at the one, he's like, Mom. And I was like, what? He's like, look at their house. And I look over. <laughs> And your living room is going crazy. Like, your lights, your lamps are going nuts. Like, they're yeah. flashing on and off, on and off. Like, either your SOS. But not even together. They're, like, going back and, back and forth. Yeah, it was yeah, weird it was looking. wild looking. So it was, like, either SOS or a dance party <laughs> or. <laughs> we always celebrate the lights coming back on. So immediately, I, instead of testing you, I get on my phone really quickly and start recording. Because <laughs> I'm like. This is hilarious and perfect. Thank you, podcast gods for giving us this. I brought Bloody Mary into her house and now I'm going to reap the benefits before I double check. Well, that was your response. So then I finally, I was like, oh, I should pause Uh, because I thought for sure you must be seeing this. So I kept waiting for you to like turn the lights off or something. That's why I was like, I got to get it recorded real fast. But it went on for a while, and I'm like, "What is going on?" So I finally sent you a message, and I'm like, um, "What did I say?" So is I'm your saying, power back on? Is your power back on? And I said yes, and you said, "Are you possessed?" Or you too, too bad you're possessed now. <laughs> you were like, "What? Why?" <laughs> like, go look in your living room. So then you were like, "Oh my gosh, like, what is going on?" So I'm cracking up. You can hear me respond to your text in my video because I'm laughing so. Hard. I'm like, she had no idea it was even happening. No idea. Oh man. I recorded it too. So funny. And yeah. And then you were like, uh, you did this. You brought Bloody Mary into this house. (laughs) Uh, It took me a minute to like register the fact that those are both on Google lights, like Um, smart bulbs. So they were trying to reconnect. Oh, how funny. Yeah. I still, I'm so glad you told me because I'm like, well, I need to debunk. Why did that happen? I have no idea. (laughs) It's either that or Bloody Mary. It's one of those, probably one or the other. I mean, I wish I were that powerful with, (laughs) three words to do something. So maybe you would have been if you had followed through, but maybe, I mean, you know who, who <laughs> it's kind of standard, a couple Bloody Marys, then you switch it to beer, Bloody Mary, That's Bloody true. Mary beer. That's, That's how true. Sunday morning goes. That's right? how you uh, <laughs> don't wake up with the worst hangover. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, whatever, I can't give her the full thing, but thank goodness I didn't. Cause who knows how, what if you couldn't have stopped that? That would have uh, been so scary. That would have been so annoying at how some did point. You stop? Did you unplug them? Um, no, I just turned off the the light switch. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was also funny cuz when as soon as you did it, they were all like what? like I mean, we were watching your house like like little hawks. Like we there like all laughing our butts off and like and then that was it. That was like the joke of the night. I kept trying to get him to go to sleep, and I kept hearing like do you remember when and they just kept talking about it? I was like, okay, it's over. Go back to What do you think they were thinking? You know, that both yeah. boys were going back and forth. It was pretty funny. I was thinking, I am so glad the girls didn't see that because they would they have, would have panicked. panicked. Could you imagine? No, they would have been crying. They were so scared <laughs> as is. Oh my god! It's gosh. just a power outage. Right. Right. We've they had them before. Yeah. Remember the last one we had? We, yeah, it was kind of fun last it summer. It was fun. We played cards and. Yeah, by candlelight, it was fun. It was great. Uh, but. Yeah. Man, they were freaked out last night. I don't know. I mean, it was like an extra dark night. Mm-hmm. Like the moon wasn't out, was it? I don't think it was. I don't know, but it was dark. It felt I mean, really even dark. Even we out on the porch, it was like, boy, it's you know, everybody had flashlights right. and stuff. So yeah, super exciting for a Monday night. Yeah, Laughing <laughs> it up a little bit. Right. Yeah, and then I went and almost finished my puzzle after that. So nice. It not Well done. Didn't. I was stamping my mood. Oh no, I stayed up. Good for you. Which was dumb because I had a PD this morning, but that's okay. Nah, they're PDs. What are you gonna do? You're gonna sit and listen. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I made it through. <laughs> um, as a future principal, I mean, you're, you're going to be attentive and become the of best course. teacher ever. I was very attentive. I, I had a very cool. You PD. weaved. Do you weaved a beautiful picture of yeah. our kids? Yeah. Yeah, that's it was amazing. Funny. You'll have to put a picture of that up because it's so cute. Okay. Well, so I have been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> waiting like James like have you talked to her about the show we've been watching it I'm like no he keeps asking me. I'm like I've got to wait till we record he's like uh. so he even <laughs> wants me to tell you about it okay because oh, it is total guilty pleasure okay I also feel like Ellie's really loud tonight which is she good is really I feel loud. like feel like she needs to bring her presence back people have been asking for it her. here she <laughs> yeah, is she's very snoring tonight um but sexy beast on Netflix is this like a dating show where they're in <laughs> yeah, costumes? I haven't it watched it, but we were talking about that. I had a friend's night with dinner and it, we were talking about it. Paranormal. Other than it's just like, what the hell so am I watching? Yeah. What the hell am I watching? It's so weird. So it's basically like the voice for dating. You can't see them. <laughs> it is. It is. That's a great way of okay. putting it. Cause I was like, I have no idea how to describe this except for that. Really the most fascinating part is I want to meet the makeup artist that do their job so they're not even wearing like a mask it's makeup artists It's well, artists on the makeup I guess on their some face. of it must be a mask some of it yeah. is definitely makeup I mean they just wow you cannot tell at all you can't tell if they're black or if they're white you can't tell anything about wow. them when they're on these dates which is also very interesting right you know? so you get two people together they know they looks are not in the equation at all right except for the sometimes they make some of them look like witches and I'm like well, of course I'm gonna pick the like cute, cuddly uh <laughs> care bear. Well, I mean, over maybe the witch. not. But, you know, bears are kinda of freaky. Well, it's all supposed to be on their personality. Yeah. But it is the funniest part about it is that a the most Visual part is, of course, you see them and you're like, I have no idea what they look like. And right. so the whole time you're like... So you don't even get to see them first Not either. till the very end. Oh my gosh. So it's like okay. a makeover. So like the whole time you hear them, you see their personality, whatever. It's not till the last like five minutes of the episode that you get to see all of them. You do get to see all of them, okay. whether they're picked or not. Uh, for, and the person... The main person, it's just a dating show. The main person it yeah. has got three people they go on a quick date with. They pick two out of the three. Uh-huh. I feel like this is right up your alley with like yeah. bachelor. Is, is this person dressed up too? Oh, made yeah. Made up? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. They're both made up. Everybody's made up. Okay. okay. And then at the end, they reveal, um, you know, the, you'll get to see the one that got away. Okay. And sometimes you're like, damn, <laughs> they're beautiful or they're so hot. Right. Know? But okay, I let him go because their personality wasn't in tune with mine or whatever. And then you get to see the uh, the main persons, the one who picked first. Okay. And then you get to see the other two walk up, the one that they didn't pick and then the one that they finally picked. You get to see them and it is total transformation. Oh my gosh. That I got to watch I have it. been yet to go, okay, this is a blonde hair. Like I'll pick. I know what this person looks like. And then in my <laughs> mind, totally wrong every single time. Oh, how funny. Uh, which is very funny. But the best part is the narration because they kind of make fun of them throughout because they're like, <laughs> they act like they're not superficial. And yeah. I don't know where they got them from. But these people are totally superficial because they're like, you know, I am really, I'm on this because I want to make a spiritual connection and da 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 And then they'll end up with like, but I love huge asses. or <laughs> <laughs> And the narrator just kills them like every time. It's so funny. Like the writing in the show is really funny. so. Yeah. If you're looking for something lighthearted, not, it's definitely not paranormal, so I know it doesn't really go into this podcast at all, except for that it's just been entertaining. That is very funny. So if funny. you're looking for a lighthearted, funny, something to laugh about, that would be your show, Sexy Beast on Netflix. All right. Well, I also have a show that is absolutely not up your alley because you <laughs> don't like dumb humor. Okay. But uh, So this is not a recommendation for you, mm. but last night I was going through HBO Max and Found a show called Ghosts. Oh, and I was like, "All right, what is this?" But like, just from the cover, I thought, "I don't think this is a serious show." (laughs) Kind of like a, like this. What was the spoof on scary movie? It was like, or like scary. Was a scary movie, (laughs) not like spoof on Scream was scary movie. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm old, but yeah, there it is. Yeah, well, not really. Um, Okay, so this is. A show about this like old manor, this old house in Mm -hmm. England that this woman inherits from her great aunt she didn't know about. Okay. And when the show starts, you see the great aunt like on her deathbed, and there are all these people around her, and they're like, I think she's going to go any minute, you know, and Uh she's like surrounded by all these people. And then she dies, and her little spirit floats up. You see her spirit float up, and then she looks at all these people and says, Well, who are you? And they're all the ghosts that live. In her house. Oh, fun. So, like anybody who has died on her property <laughs> who didn't go on, okay, is still there. So you've got like, um, like a Victorian person. Oh, you've got funny. a caveman. I think I kind of like that. I don't know. You think it's very dumb? Okay. Um, there's a guy who died in the '80s who just has a bow and arrow stuck through his throat. Like, um, <laughs> that's I started it last night. Okay. I watched all of season one last night, and I just finished season two today. Wow. I mean, they're like 30 minutes. They're not long, and I have oh, no that's life. that's nice. I like that. And I've been really trying to finish this stupid, huge puzzle that is driving yeah. me crazy. So I've just kind of had it on. But I mean, I am rolling. It is so funny. It's so dumb. Why does it remind me, and help me out with the name of it, It feel like it was in the 80s. It was two women, Death Becomes Her, oh, or something yeah. like that, with the two... Um, It was Meryl Streep. Yeah, and uh, Goldie Hawn. And Goldie Hawn. Yeah, yeah, I just watched that not long ago with Kevin. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it is so weird. Is it? You should watch it again and be like, this is the most ridiculous thing. But we watched it all the time. All the time. Wouldn't you let that go back to who you were then? Yeah. And be like, you find this funny. (laughs) I want to get to know you, former Megan. So weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, it is a great show. And it's got... um, I meant to look up her name. That actress who's in Shameless, the best friend, roommate. Oh, I love her. I know. She's also in Lovecraft Country. Yes. But she's she's like one of my favorites. I know. She plays a real dumb ghost in this <laughs> one. Like, she's like the Victorian. I'm probably not even saying the right errors, but she's like got a big, um, like, very wig. curly, yeah, wig okay. on and like a really, because they have to wear yeah, whatever they got in what one. That's I'm picturing the Victorian. I mean, again, we could both call it off because. <laughs> we think a lot like yeah well at one point she's like you you learn their backstories as the show progresses so I don't know how she died or what happened but she's like she always she wants to be best friends with the the main girl who's Uh alive because she ends up being able to see him after she has an accident and so um I'm not giving anything away that happens in the first episode but at one point she's like kissing her husband and she's like are y'all trying to make a baby? What are you doing? <laughs> she's like, I always thought you made a baby by pressing your ears together. And she's like, what? How did who told you that? So then the rest of the episode, it's her trying to figure out how, how babies, babies are, are made. made. <laughs> and like one, one of the guys who's in there is like a politician from the nineties who has no pants on. He's just oh got like gosh. a business, the whole show. He has no pants. It's uh, hilarious. I'm telling you, I'm rolling up. Uh, I think I it. would like this. All right. You know, I don't like dumb humor. Like, no, I like Zoolander and I love Dumb and Dumber. Like okay. I love, there are certain dumb humors that I do really yeah. like. Then give it a shot because okay. I I love it. It's like all I could think about. I today. like really smart dumb humor. Okay. I hated scary movie. It was just like Oh yeah. No, I don't that like that so kind of stupid. humor either. I don't there's no there's no intelligence to it. It's just like shock value humor. I don't like that. Same way I don't yeah. like shock value horror. Yeah. But if it's really smartly done, yeah. I'm there for it, and that's how Shit's Creek was like. But I didn't at first. I took you a while to like Shit's Creek. Well, I only watched the first ten minutes, and it was like them laying in bed and dripping. And I was like, "This is dumb." And then I didn't go back to it because I just didn't. I didn't trust that it was going to be funny enough. And then when enough people in my life that I really trust were like, no, go back. I was like, all right, fine. In about three episodes. And I was like, oh, I get it. It's really smartly done. Yeah. Okay. Well then watch this and give it a few episodes. Okay. I will. Okay. So I'm glad we got our, our show recommendations out of the way because this is a big episode. Mm -hmm. This, it is finally happening. Drum roll. Yeah. Big episode that we've been waiting for. Hold on. Wait, let me join you in the drum roll. Ready? I'm sure that sounds so good. Horrible. Sleep paralysis. Yay. It's so good. We have so many sleep paralysis stories now. All of a sudden. Yeah. You did a hustle, a last minute hustle. Right. So we are going to have to do a uh, part two in the future. For sure. Because we got a bunch. Yeah. And I'm down for that. Yeah. Me because too. the one that I got, I got one that was very explanatory. Is, uh-huh. a Is that yeah. a word? Explanatory? It sounds really weird. Explanatory. I think explanatory. that's a word. Explanatory. Explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. I want to say it. Erin and I also pre-drink. Yeah. In terms of it's fine. Uh, it, it explains. How about Explanatory. that? Explanatory. I explains, think it's explains uh, sleep paralysis really well. Okay. And then I got like, holy shit, that's scary. Yeah. So. I have uh, two scaries and one funny. Nice. Okay, so we are on it. And that's just what we're reading tonight. Yeah, that's it for tonight because that's a lot more for future. We will definitely do a part two. So if you're listening to this and you have not submitted yours, you still have time. Absolutely. Yeah. If you want us to read a sleep paralysis story, make sure you're sending those in with that subject line. But we have a bunch, so. And if you're also, if you're just now listening to this episode, you're like, well, what's the thing with sleep paralysis? Yeah. So basically, uh, I like to debunk everything and sleep paralysis is kind of one of my number one things to go to because I've had my own um, experience with sleep paralysis. And you have not, correct? Um, I have had, I didn't feel terribly scared, but I did Mm -hmm. wake up and not, I couldn't move. I felt terrified, but my mind did not go to paranormal. It went to Someone must be breaking in. Right. So I felt like I was in peril of some sort. Yeah. Uh, but it was of the real life. Right. You know, even though in your experience, nothing, you did not, nothing happened and you didn't see anything out of the norm. It was just such an anxious feeling because that's important for my debunk. It It is. And it also will debunk your debunk because when you're in that anxious state, mm-hmm. if you are a believer you're going to probably go more towards the paranormal to explain the state that you're in. Whereas if you are a non-believer, you probably will go to something more realistic. However, Hmm. Hmm. the person that wrote in to my side is a skeptic and she definitely went paranormal. So that is interesting. Okay, also same. (laughs) (laughs) So Okay. I'm just saying that I think your brain tries to make Yeah. Um, And uh, it makes a situation where you feel panicked and you don't understand why you're feeling panicked make sense. Right. I feel like if all of this is just in your head, I feel like your brain would have seen somebody try to sneak in, even if it was just out of the corner of your eye, because these stories, not every sleep paralysis story, I'm already debunking before we read. Okay, it. okay. Well, let's okay. just get into it and okay. we'll debunk as we go. Okay, okay. Let me get my phone off the charger. We'll get new drinks and there we go. <laughs> okay. Zimmerman Art Glass is honored to memorialize your deceased loved one or pet by enhancing their cremation remains in beautiful art glass. Choose from over 150 glass designs, including custom jewelry, paperweights, and sculptures. Prices start at $40, allowing you to choose multiple pieces to share with your family. They are a third-generation family-run business dedicated to creating the perfect piece of memorial glass for you and your family. Visit their webpage at artzglass.com or call 812-738-2206. They encourage you to visit their glass-blown studio to discuss your project and watch them work. They are located just 20 minutes from downtown Louisville in historic Corridon, Indiana. Okay, ready when you are. Okay, so I'm going to open with this because it's not really a story. Uh, Our neighbor, Sarah, who we've talked about before, she was a fan favorite not too long ago, um, she mentioned that she had, like, experience with sleep paralysis. She didn't do a full on story, but I just felt like her little excerpt that she gave us really explained it well. Okay. So I'm going to start with that and then I'll give a a listener story. She says, I love the idea of a sleep paralysis episode. The common denominator in the majority of sleep paralysis experiences is the perceived presence of a malevolent presence. Anyway, it has always intrigued me there is a lot of evidence for it being a neurological slash organic condition. But the frequency of the malevolent presence is what makes me wonder about the spiritual component, too. Anyway, keep up the amazing work. I'm grateful for you, too. Wonderful mamas and neighbors. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? But I thought that was a great way of saying because it. they say it's neurological. It's organic. It's, yeah. It is what it is. Um, but the common thread is that there's typically something... That's scary. That is mm-hmm. attached to it, which is what my experience was. I didn't think sort of. it was like my physical. Well, I didn't think immediately like, and, and one of my okay, I'm you, just going to you read were it. scared, but you didn't see anything. And a lot of these are going to see, but something. I perceived something very scary. I thought for sure. I mean, like without a doubt, I would have put everything in my bank account that there was some an intruder in my house. Well, in your defense, that was very little at the time. <laughs> Still is. still is very little you're funny at the time oh it still is very little for sure uh but yeah no that's Just true kidding. at Just the time kidding. i was yeah at the time <laughs> for sure uh it was back in my drinking all the time days oh man those days were fun okay <laughs> all right so uh this is from and i've got to apologize to melinda here um who is the author of our next sleep paralysis story i'll also have to wipe the tears out of my eyes. I'm crying at how bad I messed up those words. Um, well, I'm going to put all that in bloopers. So of course they're of course. not going to hear that. Well, that's okay. They just, hey, hang on tight for some bloopers because <laughs> I'll give you some, some uh, material there. So we have to apologize to Melinda because we do have um, a story that she wrote previously that uh-huh. we've been banking for our next episode and then the sleep paralysis episode popped up. Yeah. So, um, so we're going to get to hers. We will definitely get to hers uh, because I also love this story. It's she's she even says plain boring sleep paralysis story, <laughs> but it's not boring. I, I think it's interesting. And it kind of goes right along with Sarah's. It just gives a good explanation. So she says hello. I'm slowly but surely getting caught up. The last time I wrote in, I believe I was at episode sixteen, but now I've reached twenty nine. Nice, right? Like, come on, girl, yeah, keep on going. I mean. We're, you're almost out of episodes. we gotta keep, We got to keep up with we her. Better st- we better get on we it. we got to get on this, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I heard during the episode that you were asking for stories where people had experiences with sleep paralysis without thinking that there was a ghost or anything else in the room. Okay. Right. I'm like, that's what I was asking for. She said, or at least that was my understanding. That's fine, because I right. think Aaron those stories to... are important, too. They are important because it proves that it's true and that it, it happens. You're right. It. It proves It proves that sometimes it's just sleep paralysis. Oh, okay. So Aaron, okay. Aaron is here for this. <laughs> when I was a kiddo, I only remember being younger than 10 because I was still in single digits, but I couldn't tell you my exact age. I experienced multiple episodes of sleep paralysis, but I had no idea what it was at the time, just that it was terrifying. It always seemed to occur when somehow I'd get turned onto my stomach in my sleep, so my face was in my pillow. Hmm. Because of this, I would wake up feeling smothered and unable to breathe. And I would panic and try to scream for my mom, but I couldn't make any sound. I couldn't move. I just felt trapped, struggling to breathe. Oh, that's the worst. Until it finally let up and I was able to turn over and get a deep breath in. I'm sure it only lasted a minute or two. I hope. I hope it was like seconds, but it always felt like it went on for hours. While it was terrifying, it was also frustrating because I would think in my head, come on, just roll over what is wrong with you, mm. and couldn't figure out why I couldn't just get my body to do what I wanted. After I'd wake up and eventually feel fine, I'd question whether I was really stuck or just not trying hard enough or torturing myself. It sounds stupid writing this out now, but hey, I never claimed to be a bright kid, lol. Oh, it I doesn't know. feel stupid. it, it- actually makes me feel like i need to explain sleep paralysis to my kids in case it ever happens definitely and and also i mean but but isn't that what we do right so yeah. we experience something that has never been explained to us mm-hmm. or we don't know and instead of giving ourselves the benefit of the because i have been this way with lots of things If I, if it's something that is not within my norm or my parameter i'm like I'm a weirdo and something yeah. is wrong with me. And like I'm not going to tell anybody about this. Like when I got my period in fourth grade and thought I w- was going to die. So I didn't tell anybody for three days. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I, I mean, our older sister promised never to tell mom. And immediately she told mom. (laughs) It's so dumb. Why do we think she was gonna be mad? Because mom never talked to us about it. Mom never she was just like, they'll figure it out on the bus. It'll all be okay. And so then when it happened, also we were nine. Yeah. So when it happened at nine years old and nobody told us I was literally learning about it at school. And they said, when you're 12 to 13. So I knew I would be in trouble. I knew I will be in trouble for having this way too early. So, but that's what you do is you go to like, I can't tell anybody about this. You know, like you get stuck especially as a young kid, like, oh, all of that. So yeah, A, it makes me want to definitely tell our kids about sleep paralysis, but then also have the conversation of like, look, weird fucking things are about to start happening. Yeah, right. You're not alone. The weirder, give it to me. <laughs> Let me crack open a beer and you tell me all about it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's wine. <laughs> we'll, start, we'll start. We're classy while we're they're classy. awake. We're classy while we're at dinner. Uh, but for real. <laughs> for real. I mean, that is like you are not weird. And that does not sound weird at all when it's typed out. That's just, I think, human nature. If we don't have it explained mm-hmm. and we don't know anybody else who's gone through it, we immediately think. And I still, to this day, I'm like, is this normal? I just <laughs> didn't think I was going to say this on, on the podcast, but whatever. I'm oh, 40 I'm so excited. Forty, and I'm going to live it and let it happen. I was like, Erin, my hair is getting greasy all of a sudden, kind of like I'm going through puberty. Thought it was my shampoo, looked it up. Turns out I think I might be going through menopause a year after I had my child. Oh, that sucks. Right, how or does it? I'm like, I don't know. There are some benefits. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fucking supportive. Uh, It'll be great. It will be It'll great. It'll be great. Menopause will be great. No more yeah, periods? Yeah. Let's do this. I don't care about to go through some hormones. Ch- You're going to have to I know. bear the brunt of it. I know you got PTSD oh, from mom. Yeah. I'm just real afraid of I think I'm more afraid of menopause than anything else in life. I'm really afraid of it. Eh, I'll let you know. We'll figure it out together. It wasn't I, fun I, vicar- not to living be- vicariously in mom's house. <laughs> I promise not to be too mean to you. Okay, you say that now. Yeah, I mean I really can't promise. But you know what <laughs> I can do? I can blame it on menopause. How about All that? Right. Okay. As a result, I never bothered telling my parents or anyone else because I was worried they'd tell me I was just imagining it and end up feeling dumb and mm-hmm. like I was just being overdramatic. Years later, when I'd first heard the term sleep paralysis used, I thought it sounded exactly like what I'd experienced until I saw that even on webMD, most resources stated that it was typically associated with the feeling of an evil presence or a demon in the room, which I had never experienced. Because of this, I figured that it wasn't what I'd gone through until I later learned that feeling something evil in the room wasn't a necessity for the experience to be considered sleep paralysis, Hmm. which is when I was able to confirm that that indeed was what I'd experienced. That's pretty much it, nothing too exciting, just my plain old boring sleep paralysis story. I hope this is what you were looking for. If not, I apologize for this long-winded email. Oh, no. With random stories from my childhood. And then, like, with the emoji of, like, the, the, hand, the hand on the forehead. Yeah. Just to try to jazz things up a bit. A oh. couple Yeah, she's like, okay, I'm not done yet. <laughs> a couple more details about myself. I'm an empath, so I'm able to feel such experience what others are feeling. And I also have random premonitions from time to time. I can't speak to the empathetic side of things, but I definitely inherited the random premonitions thing from my mom, oh, who wow. also experiences them. Nothing life-changing, but every once in a while, she'll just show up somewhere and be like, I decided to come here because I knew you'd be here, and oh. I wanted to drop this off for you. Or she may come over for a visit and just happen to bring something completely random, like whiteout, because she knew I needed some, and just ha- <sighs> and just ran out even though I hadn't mentioned anything to her about it. Who uses Whiteout? I know. What year is this? Just kidding, Melinda. <laughs> I mean, clearly she must be typing on a typewriter. <laughs> She's a ghost from 1980s. I don't know. That sounds <laughs> 1980s. We still have computers then. <laughs> <laughs> i remember typewriters in the early 80s. Yeah, but I think that's just because dad was weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Probably. That sounds way more boring written out than it did in my head, but I figured I'd share and hope for the best. Whatever. Now, I think that's so interesting. I know. Her whole her whole story. We love it. You're both amazing, and I love listening to you. Keep Aww. it up. All the best. Oh, that's so sweet. I right? love it. Right. So two stories, I think, that explain exactly what sleep paralysis like, is. Baseline. Baseline. There it is. So without any paranormal experiences, you can have at this level this. Right. Right. Okay, well, I think we just go through all the stories and debunk at the end. Okay. Instead of after each story. Okay, I'll try to keep up, but I'll try to remember them, I promise. You'll remember it. It's going to be great. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and read my first story, and this is from Sydney, and this was After My Hustle, so I don't think Sydney's listened yet. Hopefully, they'll start listening soon. Figured I'd share with you my first ever experience with sleep paralysis that happened the night of, or maybe after, question mark, Halloween, and the man that might be in my house. Mm-hmm. So if you want to debunk the man in the house, you can do that. But okay. so paralysis we're debunking at the end. At okay. end. I got it, I got it. After passing out candy to hordes of trick-or-treaters, my daughter and I went to bed while my husband got ready for work. He works third shift, so I was alone during this endeavor. I feel it's important to note I always sleep with the TV on, typically playing Bob's Burgers, I love Bob's burgers because it makes it easier to see my daughter in her crib. If she gets fussy, I'd also been waking up every night between two to 4am for no real reason. That night was no different except around 3am. I decided to turn the TV off in what felt like seconds after being in the dark, a tall shadowy misty male figure was towering over me and staring at me so intensely. I could hardly breathe. Hmm. He also appeared to be wearing a brimmed hat. Hey, what is up with the hat band? Last three episodes. Telling you, so creepy. In one incredibly swift motion, this Babadook looking motherfucker threw (laughs) a blanket or cape over me and I absolutely could not move. Can you imagine how scary that would be? You can't move. This is so real. Okay, I could feel the weight of it in addition to my comforter. Then I feel the pressure and the creaking of my mattress and this dude is crawling into bed with me and oh it's staring gosh. me in the face. What's even creepier, grosser, more horrifying is I sleep on the edge of the bed. So it took up the sliver that was left and I can only imagine that the other half of his body was hovering like she's on the end of the bed. So that little sliver that's left of the bed, yeah, yeah. that's where he laid down, but he's maintaining that spot. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, he's hovering over you or hovering no, like like off. off the bed? Well, I think over you would be even scarier. Yeah, like, but that's like what i she's don't saying. But if he's like hovering, like he's just trying to lay down and get comfortable, he's like, <laughs> he's like, like, that's fine. You you're scoot cool with that. Over? I mean, I would be like, Bitch, <laughs> you're in my bed. Get out of my bed. <laughs> Ridiculous. But no, that's what she's saying. It's like he is laying on that little sliver, but because he is not like of this what world. If he's just that skinny he's so tiny he's so tiny he's such a tiny little sliver man okay go ahead okay i couldn't move i couldn't scream i couldn't check on my daughter but that part Mm, is so scary that is horrible so i just kept blinking which did nothing but create flashing images of horror directly in Mm, my face no that's awful it is awful we went from like oh it's just weird sleep paralysis to this is a nightmare yeah as quickly as it appeared it dissipated what the fuck (laughs) She's making me say the effort so many times. You did it beautifully. Thank you so much. I practiced. Mm-hmm. Now, moving backwards, we bought our house in May. I hadn't really been there long enough to experience anything weird. But over the summer, after running errands with my husband, I could have sworn on my life there was a man standing in our spare bedroom looking out the window. I was so convinced someone was in the house that I didn't want to go in. I chalked it up as a shadow. But now I'm not sure if it wasn't the same thing from that night. Hmm, isn't that creepy? So she thinks it like followed her. No, so she, we, we read that story that happened after Halloween, and she said, now going backwards, like before anything had happened, she thought she saw a man on oh, the figure. Oh, so, so she's wondering if it was that bold guy. enough over time, right? And he followed her to another house to lay down next to her. No, in the same house. <laughs> You're so bad at listening to my story. <laughs> I really <I'm> Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Backing uh, up she's going back in time when they okay. first bought the house. Oh, they're living okay, okay, in it. Nothing okay, weird. Okay, okay, happened. Okay okay, okay. 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 I got okay, I got okay. I got I got I got I got it. I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta, on, just have some nums. Listen, it's fine. Um, okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm not going to debunk. Tell me not to debunk. So okay. I'm just going to say horrifying. So terrifying story. And I agree. Like, thank God my sleep paralysis has not come back. I mean, there's, it can happen, but, um, It happened when I was single. I could not imagine the feeling that I had knowing I had kids in the house that I needed to protect. Oh, I know. That's awful. Oh, that's horrible. That is very scary. And especially, I mean – her baby was in the crib, so it couldn't have been oh old. You know, gosh. like, you know, it's like defenseless. Yes, that's the worst, because Miles but like, get up and kick its ass, Miles. You got this. You are my best defense. You know how I tell you not to hit a change of mind. Miles the time. Yeah, it's like in that <laughs> swing. Swing away. Swing away. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. We both went there. Sign, the was that the movie Signs? signs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, watch that movie. It's in the big one. Yeah, a lot of people hate that movie. I think it's really good. I liked it. I did too. Yeah, I like the twist of the end. Okay. Um... Okay, so our next story comes from a fan favorite, a regular. We all love her. <laughs> Shout, Shout her out! Her. Don't don't feel like like I mean she's just the best. Had drinks with her not too long ago, I and mean, that's the best part of this. I know we have now friends. met several. Yeah, I thought I was kind of done making new friends, <laughs> which <laughs> You're I was going through menopause already. <laughs> I know, right? I'm about like okay, yeah. They might not be my friends after this. Oh uh, okay. no, they whatever. Are. Well, if they're not going to be your friends because you're going through they're menopause, they're not real friends. It's the same thing as puberty. right That's <laughs> what you tell your kids. That's it's right. Exactly. Look, if they're not going to be your friends through puberty, then they're not your friend. So listen, Stephanie, you better you better <laughs> hit me up for drinks next time you're in town, just because I'm in menopause. That's right. Okay. All right. We'll uh, get ice chips, cool you off. Okay, ladies, I've had several experiences with sleep paralysis throughout my life, but the following was the scariest. Who is it ever? I read this. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is scary. When I was 25, just a few months after my father died, I came down with the flu. I was living alone, so no one was around to help in any capacity. My fever spiked to over 102 degrees. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Yeah, like at that point, call an ambulance. Yeah. That's, that's horrible. I mean, I'm not judging, Stephanie, but, or call me. Like if anybody she out didn't there is. know you then. She's only 25 then. I know, but I would have come over and taken care of her. Like <laughs> you need somebody in your life that can, I'm sure she had people in her life. She just didn't want to inconvenience them, but yeah. I, which I get as a single woman. That's kind of how I was too. I'm like, it, I'm just sick. I'll get through it. It'll be fine. But. Oh, 102 degrees. You got it. That's serious. I began hallucinating. Yikes. Like at a certain point, my goosebumps felt like bugs crawling all over my legs, and I could have sworn I saw them. I had to use my phone to take photographs of my legs so I could see for sure there was nothing there. Yikes. Not a good time. Isn't that horrible? Oh, I just, I hate that horror. I slipped in and out of sleep throughout the day. And at a certain point, I was having a very soothing dream that my dad was checking on me. Sweet, right? But then a loud noise woke me. I have no idea what made the noise. And then in parentheses, I lived in a duplex and in a very busy part of the city. So no telling. But my attention was drawn to the closet. The door was ajar and I slowly came to the horrifying realization that something was there. No, not something. Someone. Just a tiny portion of someone's head was inching its way out of my closet. Oh, no. Oh, no. I hate that. So they could peer around the edge of the door at me. I remember feeling my heart lurch and my guts went cold. I tried to scream and get out of bed so I could run out the door. That's when I realized I couldn't move and I couldn't make a sound. Oh my gosh. I can I can picture it. And it's so scary. I know. Well, just wait when she describes it. No matter how hard I tried, I could not muster anything more than a squeak. I could see that the figure was short, only about three feet tall. Ooh, oh dear. I mean, you could also punt that. You know, like punt <laughs> that? <laughs> like <laughs> punt it, like kick it if you weren't paralyzed. But so like in real life, it's like what? You're not that scary. But, I mean, when you're paralyzed and three yeah. feet tall comes at you, that's scary. But with a bulbous head and eyes full of malice. Ooh. I know. Bulbous head and eyes full of malice. So, like, I'm thinking alien-like. Is that Alice, not what yeah. you're thinking? Okay. Sure, yeah. Okay. Could be. Okay. It gave me not quite human, uncanny valley vibes. As it slipped from my closet and moved toward me, I tried desperately again to scream, but my body just would not respond. At this point, my fever overtook me, and I slipped back into unconsciousness. Oh, no. Right? It was helpless now. Ugh. Even more so. Ugh. It's like I when, when the spider, you no longer see the spider. I don't know how long I slept, but when I woke up again, the figure was no longer in the doorway of my closet. I was relieved until I re- realized I still couldn't move.
1: Oh, Ugh, that's the no. worst.
0: My panic only increased when I saw the top of its head began to rise up over the <gasps> edge of my bed, eye to eye oh. with me, just a few feet from where I lay. As it peered at me, smirking slightly, Ugh. I finally found the strength to make a sound. It was just kind of a guttural moan, but it is what finally brought me fully around, back to consciousness. The figure was, of course, gone. I was absolutely drenched in sweat, crying and trembling so hard I could barely walk. But there was no way I was going to be able to stay in that room. I grabbed my pillow and a blanket and spent the rest of my time that I was sick on the couch, television on and phone in hand after asking a few people to check in on me a few times. I love sleeping more than I love most people. (laughs) Same. I love that so true. I do too. But OMG, I never want to have an experience like that again. Get your flu shots, folks. Wow. Ooh, that is really scary. Hmm. Now, I feel like in her case, though, she was already hallucinating. For she was. Her, for her, I feel like that I, I'm is sorry. We're not debunking until I know, end, I'm according just to you. But that's okay. Do we get into it now? No. No, nope. you know nope, okay. I got one more. Okay. Okay. I feel like that one was a very scary hallucination. Okay. Well, I don't feel that way about most. say that again at the end of your story, since we're debunking them all at the end. Okay, Okay. all right. Okay, so this is also a little repeat. This is from Michaela, who was our fan favorite last week. Yes, hey, Michaela, hey. Okay, and then she's going to be mad at us because she specifically requests us to do something, and we're not going to do it. So anyways, it says, Hi, ladies. I didn't think I would be able to write in again since I only have one ghostly experience. However, I do have sleep paralysis experiences to share. But before we start, you said in a previous episode that I got to pick who read my story. Instead of picking, do rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins gets <laughs> to read it. So let's do it just to see okay. if it would okay, work ready? out. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, you jerk face. No, you can't I was, wait. Wait, wait, wait. I was waiting so that I could let you win. So oh. That then you... <laughs> okay. Okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. Do the same thing. Oh, <laughs> you win. That means you get to read oh. it. I was trying to let you win. Well, I thought you were trying to cheat me. No. (laughs) In all other cases, I would. But in that one, I was trying to honor what she was trying to get going there. Oh, right. Okay. So it all starts back when I was 20. My husband and I were getting the house we live in now ready to move into. The previous owners left it really gross with lots of repairs. So while we were in between places, we were staying at my parents' house in their basement. I was working the 3 to 11 p.m. shift at work, so I always snuck in a quick nap before going in because the drive was 55 minutes one way, oh. and by the end of the night, I wouldn't get home until 1 a.m. sometimes. Mm. The first time it happened, I had taken a nap during the day, and when I opened my eyes, I couldn't move. I could breathe and move my eyes, but that's it. And at the foot of my bed was what I perceived to be a man standing in, in all black with a white mask. Not like the mask from Scream, but one that covered everything but the eyes and mouth. Okay, now we're going to pause because I really try to picture this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cover so the no. eyes or the mouth. So is it just a nose mask? Unless it's like <laughs> the no, eyes it are cut out? Everything except for the eyes and the mouth. Okay, so, so like uh, a Phantom of the right? Opera mask. Like oh, a that's mask. a half mask. Like imagine... The only thing are two eyes and a mouth. Okay, everything like else out. is covered. Yeah, like you got a little mouth, and you got Ooh. two eyes. Everything else is okay. white. That's less creepy than the nose mask that I had pictured. Is <laughs> it? No, no, no. I mean, that's more creepy than your cute little nose mask. I know both the situations. because I would be like, "What kind of freak? Why are you covering <laughs> your nose?" <laughs> I don't know. That's so but weird. it'd be scary. I would be like. You're an idiot. Ma, do you think I smell? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. Fuck you. You're in my house. It is I creepier. smell however I want to smell. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. He didn't move. I began to panic trying to move and I still couldn't. The figure never moved. It stayed at the foot of my bed and I closed my eyes tight trying to almost give myself a pep talk. Okay, Michaela, you have to be able to move. But when I opened my eyes, he was gone and suddenly I could move. I sat up breathing hard and scared out of my mind. I knew that the thing I saw at the foot of my bed was not real. I somehow knew that it wasn't an actual person. I laid off the naps for a while because when I would take them, I'd be home alone. But at night, my husband, then boyfriend, was there, so I felt safer. And then she says, not sure why he made me feel safer. You could drop a house on him, and he still wouldn't Mm -hmm. wake up. That's how my husband is. He's a very heavy sleeper. So fast forward to some time later, we're now in our new house and my son is three. His room was across from ours, so not even a full four feet away. One night I woke up again and couldn't move. And this time I was awake, but couldn't even open my eyes. I knew it was happening again. So I thought, okay, I need to stay calm and I'll be able to open them. Mm -hmm. When I did open them, the same figure was standing next to my bed in front of my closet. I couldn't move, but I had at least gotten my eyes open now. This time, I stared at him, in parentheses, it, question mark, Mm -hmm. for what felt like five minutes. I closed my eyes and gave myself another mental pep talk. When I opened them again, he was gone. But it's what happened the next night that scared me. Hmm. The next night, I was tucking Easton into bed. That's her son. And he says, Mommy, there was a weird man in my room last night.
1: What? I just got cold chills when I read
0: it. Yes. I asked him what he was talking about, and he said he stood at my door. I told him I'm sure he was only dreaming, and he said he wasn't. I don't remember if I asked him to describe the figure or not, but I do remember that night he slept with the hallway light on and his nightlight on. When he told me that, it made my stomach turn. It made me think that somehow another world had opened up from my sleep and let this thing in our house. (laughs) I haven't experienced anything since then, and Easton is now five. And just makes jokes about the invisible man that lives in our house. The invisible man is just the house settling or the ice maker. You tell yourself, Michaela. You tell yourself <laughs> that, Michaela. That's what it is, Michaela. I hope that was my last encounter with the figure and my last experience with sleep paralysis. I touched on it briefly in one of my podcast episodes, but this is the full story. I've read a lot about sleep paralysis since, and I, of course, watched The Haunting of Hill House. There's a lot of crazy theories that people have said and old legends about sleep paralysis being demons sitting on your chest and trying to smother you. I don't know if I believe in that, but I do think it's a scary experience. Love you, girls. Your sister Reno Michaela. That's right. We are sisterinos. Oh, wow. Right? Ooh, that added one at the end. Like I know. I love it. it's like, I didn't. I thought I could only write in once. I only have one scary story. I'm like, oh, you could have uh, written that one in at any time. Oh, my gosh. Like, it sounds like you're run-of-the-mill. And then to have. Yeah, that twist in the end. The sun kind Ooh. of confirms like there was something else. Um, man. All right. Are we ready now? Or are you, yeah. you going to read a funny one? Oh, yeah. I do. I do have a funny one. That's right. Oh, <laughs> right, wait. Do you want to say debunk? And yeah. then do your funny one? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So here's what I will say. And I always think it's funny because I think we're arguing the same way, but from right. two different perspectives. And it's kind of like when you go, um, how could Trump people be Trump people? <laughs> and how, how could it be so minute. normal? In this scenario, which one of us is a Trump people? Oh, because it ain't I am, me. Not, oh, it I ain't am me. not ever going to go with that. <laughs> Let's say I'm going with logic here. It ain't oh, me. I will <laughs> cut you. I knew that would get you. Okay. How about this? It's kind of like that gold dress and blue dress. Right. Okay. We can both describe it as sequenced and short and blah, 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 blah. blah, But we see different colors when we see it. Right. Okay. Okay. So to me, the fact that people see or have perceived scariness Uh is what makes it sleep paralysis. Because it is your brain overreacting to a very scientific simple thing. And it is your brain searching out a reason, Mm -hmm. a logical, it's like looking for a reason of why do I feel this panicked? Because it's, it cannot fathom the fact that it is, your body is shut down Uh and you're fully awake because that's what sleep paralysis is. And that's where I learned about it is after I had this episode, I was terrified. I thought, oh my gosh, I have some medical condition, like, this must be something, Some something is like a precursor to what's about to happen. I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to find out I've got something, you know? Yeah. Because I thought for real, it was some sort of physical thing that must be wrong with me. And then I happened to watch like a Dateline or like a t- something. I don't know what it was. It was some sort of like news thing. I think it was like on in the background. And I was like putting on makeup and I heard them say, sleep paralysis, still no bells, no triggers, whatever, until they started describing it. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened to me. And so I I zeroed in on it. And so in my mind, to me, it is your brain terrified Uh that you can't move. So it's trying to figure out why you cannot, like there must be some sort of threatening thing that is preventing you from moving. Like, in my mind, it was like, I must have been poisoned. I must have been, there must have been something that happened to me so that someone could break in and get all of my very inexpensive items. I'd be going to <laughs> great lengths just to get, like a, like, a broken stove. I have no idea. I had nothing of value. But in my, like, in that state, that's what my mind went to. So, to me, that tells me because I'm a skeptic and I don't typically go paranormal with right. personal experiences, I didn't go Paranormal. So when something like this, when sleep process happens to a believer mm-hmm. in paranormal things, their mind is looking for some reason why, and it goes paranormal. And it and it creates the worst thing possible that they could think of, okay. like a bulbous head with malice eyes or a masked man, which that could actually be, that could not be, that might not be paranormal. Well, if it happened twice years apart, I feel like it I mean, is there a possibility that it could be a stalker? Oh, okay. All right. Now, let me go. So, this is why we will never agree, because you will never give in to the paranormal possibility. Right. And you'll never give in to the skeptic. I will sometimes. I think that Stephanie was genuinely sick. Her fever was insanely high. Okay, And she was hallucinating. Okay. And I think her horrifying experience was hallucinations. Okay. Okay. But... I feel like you can have sleep paralysis. I feel like people have sleep paralysis okay. and see nothing and there is nothing except for your body's weird reaction, reaction. to something. It's waking uh-huh. up.
1: It's you literally your your
0: cognitive is, mind waking up before your physical body does. Right. And I know that you can have that scared feeling, mm-hmm. but in your case, you saw nothing. You were, you were panicked. You were very scared. Mm-hmm but you didn't see anything. Mm -hmm. But what's very different is that these people are also seeing and feeling things. So I feel like maybe sometimes it's sleep paralysis and maybe sometimes it is a, a new force that has come in and like put you in this sleep. So you think in their, in their stories that it is, their sleep paralysis but has been caused yes by the presence that is there yes wow that's a pretty powerful presence yeah I know terrifying yeah if you are having a sleep paralysis moment and you believe in that it's when I had sleep paralysis I thought oh this is weird this is a really weird feeling see there's my difference this was not like I didn't wake up thinking well this is weird I woke up like heart pounding. Something is wrong. Instantly, like oh my gosh! Like I knew there was something wrong with every. Maybe I didn't see something. Maybe then okay. whatever. But there was actually nothing there. Okay. Well, this so, is also the house with the drawers, is it not? No, it was not. Oh damn! It, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> it wasn't. It was the second and I was there by myself. I lived there, this house, by myself, with Coralie, my dog. But so to me what you're describing is somebody with a very vivid imagination, which I've never had. Like, I, I mean, I've had an imagination, but I've never had something that has been like, you know, I've just never had that vivid. I think I see a ghost or like I might see a figure. And then I immediately talk myself out of it. You know, I don't I'm like, that's not a ghost. That is the clothes hanging over the door. You know, like I instantly come right behind it with, a logical reason. Okay. So even in your panic state, maybe there was something paranormal there and your rational brain that likes to shut everything down, even with weird. Well, proof, then I feel like you just debunked your, your no, own thing. You're saying, oh, there must be nothing. I'm just imagining this. But you're saying that if there was really something there, then I would, then, then it would be there no matter what. Not if you're so shut off to it. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know why we're doing this podcast. It pisses me off every know. time. I don't know. Let's just drink more. It never pisses me off. I love hearing <laughs> your opinion. I'm like, we can go forever, but I know it pisses you off. So I'm like, we should just shut it down before we really play. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our funny one before we go. Okay. To okay. There. Okay. I'm down for that. Okay. So this is from my friend, Sarah, who uh, I knew back in Owensboro. And we had both said like, boy, we should have like actually hung out. We met in a new mom nursing group Uh like for like nursing support. Oh, I was like, you're not a nurse. And we were, no, (laughs) we were in Owensboro, which is super religious. Well, I left that group like, oh my gosh, these people are intense about everything, about nursing being the only way, about everything. So I left kind of like, oh boy, with everything. And then Mm -hmm. later found out Sarah was like, oh yeah, I kind of thought you were in that that group too. I was like, no, we totally should have hung out. <laughs> okay. Oh, she's okay with you, Tom. Yeah. She, um, yeah, she's fine. okay. Although good. she does still live there. Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> All those other people aren't listening. To this. That's right. They don't care. Yeah. So she wrote, okay, I have a hilarious sleep paralysis story. If you need it, it's super short and nothing to debunk, but it's funny. Okay. It's the first time my husband had sleep paralysis. He's had several incidences and I can try and get him to tell you, about some of them, although he never does. Get on him, Sarah. So we were married a couple years, and I wake up one night to him screaming in the middle of the night. So I start screaming, because obviously we're getting murdered. (laughs) That is a logical reaction. (laughs) If Jay started screaming, I think I would probably match it. I know. I would not be the calm one. I know. There's no other reason to scream like he was. He sits up and starts screaming all over again. Oh no, that's terrifying. <laughs> because I was screaming and he was like, What's wrong? Oh. And I said, What's wrong? And he says, You were screaming. And I was like, You were screaming. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm terrified what? and start crying because I have no idea what's happening. Oh. He lays back down like he's just going to go back to sleep. Oh my God. And I'm like, Hell no, what is happening? So he finally puts it together that he was dreaming of a demon or something, and he could not move, could not talk, nothing. So he was trying to scream in the dream, but just as the demon was reaching him, he was able to scream and wake up, but he wasn't conscious enough to put all of those pieces together because for him, he was waking up to me screaming. Oh, no. Which sounds horrible. You're already dreaming of a demon, and now you're you're, wanting to What is going on? He did go right back to sleep because he can always fall asleep in five seconds. Isn't that a man? Ugh, oh, so annoying. And I was up all night and for a long time, anytime he made the smallest sound in his yep. sleep, <laughs> I would just lay there preparing myself. He didn't know it was sleep paralysis until he'd had a few more incidences. And thankfully he goes to a sleep doctor now that was able to help him sleep properly. So he barely has them now. Nice. He said that the first one was the most scared he'd ever been about anything in his whole life. So I'd love to hear that story. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't give it to you, but that's her oh gosh, side of that story. So funny. Well, that is, okay. Being bolted out of sleep. So scary. To something scary. And and then there, just is equally scary. Like, yeah. there's always got to be a calmer one. <laughs> right? When both... there's not. <laughs> that's I comical. I know. I when that. there's not, it's just at the comical level. All right. Well, let's move on to your family. Oh, okay, so we're done debunking, we're doing all that, okay. All right, so our fan favorite, and I love her, this is Christina. Yay. Oh, right. So I'm she jealous. Cr- she, I had her saved as mine. Well, too bad. Tough titty said the kitty. I got to her uh, faster. Okay. So I except I'm pretty sure I told you I'm going to pick her as my fan favorite next. No, you yes, didn't. Did. Yes, did. Oh, well, did. well, sorry. I got to her first. So Christina, she's been there from the very beginning. She's always shown support. She just has this great Facebook presence. She's always giving us great comments and great material. And then uh she is a Patreon as well, which always helps. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you so much for your monetary support. I mean, that's just yeah, you above don't have and to be a Patreon in order to be a fan no, favorite not by at any all. means. But... Not at all in fact. I mean, I, I just was looking for somebody who I always know is a great supporter. I mean, we do love you a little bit more if you're no, I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, you're getting us <laughs> a little bit more. I'm just kidding, get dinner. Yeah. But yes, no, we, we don't pick because of that. But it, but thank you so much, Christina, for that. Anyway, I'm so glad, you know, I have, I have failed the last couple of times. I've had people in mind. I just hadn't asked them. Christina was one of them. I just forgot and whatever life got in the way. But I'm so glad I waited till tonight because when I reached out to her, she was like, today has been an awful day. So oh, you just no. made it better. So I'm like, I don't know if that's like whatever, yeah, kismet, no, paranormal, no. whatever. I'm going to say coincidence, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad it happened tonight. Right. And, you know, she said it just made it a lot better. So I'm so glad maybe her day got a little bit lifted. Um, but anyway, she, I'm also so glad that I picked her because she gives an amazing, amazing organization to uh, give a shout out. Okay, so Thurgood Marshall College Fund, which we are both here for because this is amazing. Okay. They were established in 1987. The Thurgood Marshall College Fund, TMCF, is the nation's largest organization exclusively representing the black college community. TMCF member schools include the publicly supported historically black colleges and universities and predominantly black institutions, publicly supported HBCUs, enroll over 80% of all students attending HBCUs through scholarships, capacity building, and research initiatives. Innovative Programs and Strategic Partnerships, TMCF, is a vital resource in the K-12 through and higher education space. The organization is also a source of top employers seeking top talent for competitive internships and good jobs. Huh. That's right. awesome. Right. So as educators, I'm like, well, yeah, we are both there for this for sure. So she says, as you can see by my pick, I'm not black, but as a woman of color, donating is a way that I can help my fellow people of color have an even playing field, if that makes sense. And I was like, it definitely does. Yeah, it definitely does. So, um, you know, I think, I don't know, I just, when I read all this and I started like scrolling through their website and seeing everything they were about. I think it's such important work. I think that sometimes we, and I say we, I mean me, um, I will often be a lot of talk. Mm -hmm. Like I get, I'll see see a Facebook post. I'm like, oh, that, you know, and I'll dig in. And I think that's important. I do think it's important to um, when you see an injustice being spoken to counteract it. However, I once reached out to a friend of mine uh, and asked what can I do as an advocate, as an ally? And Mm -hmm. they said, a little less talk, a lot more action. And, you know, thank you for calling me to that because I love to like, I love to get up in my soapbox sometimes. And so this is a great way to put your words into action. We can go out there and actually do things, not just talk about it. So to me, this is a way uh, that you can put your money where your mouth is and actually promote it they're good what is it they're good college yes they're good marshall college fund um and we will definitely post that website i think that that is an amazing thing to uh give time and support and money to um and notice to. yeah thank you christina that's awesome yes i knew she was cool she's awesome right (laughs) right All right. Well, I think this was a great episode, and I'm excited that for our episode? next para- sleep paralysis episode. Yeah, we're going to definitely have a part two because we yeah. have a lot of stories now. Right. I don't know if we'll go back to back. We might give it a little breather, go back to go, just mm-hmm. plain old ghosts or I whatever. I like that. I like that. And then we'll come back. But, uh, I thought this was great. This was very interesting. Yes. We all know that I'm right. So we're just going to move right along. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> right. And so cute. If you have a sleep paralysis story or any paranormal story, doesn't have to be ghost, anything mm-hmm. creepy, unexplained, whatever, send it in to my skeptical sister at gmail.com. You can rate review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and tell your friends about us. it's very appreciated. Uh, we're also on social media, on Facebook and on TikTok we and Instagram. We like to Instagram. conjure up Bloody Mary on TikTok from time to time. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: We love to <laughs> conjure up Stay tuned
0: for what I'm going to do next with the Ouija board. No, ah, I refuse. It's ah, not coming in my house. In my house? Yeah, okay. Your house, if okay. I don't touch it, sure. Okay, okay. And my kids aren't anywhere in the house. <laughs> okay, and I burn the table after we use it? Yeah, okay, 100%. Okay. All right, well, this is a lot of commitment. <laughs> I'll give it some thought, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay, good great but i mean it's tiktok he wouldn't do it for a tiktok video <laughs> oh just selling your soul to the devil <laughs> I mean, no big deal right all right well thank you guys and we will talk to you next week cheers la, 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 la. then in that moment you would have seen the door creak or a man walking in try to burglarize, burglarize you burglar you how do you say that burglarize <laughs> Yeah, See know. someone trying to come in. There you go. Just re-explain it. That's how I do it. Yeah. Like, hold on, hold on. How do I explain this without the word that I don't know how to... That's right. right.
1: Okay.
0: You would have seen somebody try to sneak in. Burglarize. <laughs> Hamburglar. Okay. Hamburglar. Okay. But the prevalence of the... Of a... Mono... Malevolent. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But the, the ma- <laughs> times, but the prevalence of the malevolent. Say that five times <laughs> says But the prevalence of the malevolent. Presence of malevolent. Presence of malevolent. I can't, presence of malevolent. I can't look at it. Say it. But the presence of the malevolent. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to say it in your voice? Yeah. Yeah, do it. <laughs> the presence of the malevolent. Presence. <laughs> Seriously, say that, much. but the pre the prevalence of the malevolent 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 presence. Oh my gosh, I'm so hot all of a sudden. Okay, the prevalence of the malevolent. Mellow- <laughs> Stop looking at it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Fre- frequency. The frequency of the malevolent. Mellow- <laughs> no. It's such a block. Hmm. Say it again. (laughs) Malevolent. It was, it always seemed to occur. (laughs) Occur? It always seemed to occur. I get to know. (laughs) You're not allowed to drink before. I know. I'm so sorry.